So you've just managed to finally figure out the posting to the trot and it's going great and then all of a sudden somebody throws diagonals into the mix. And now you just begun to work out the up-down part. Now they're telling you about the backwards and forwards part that goes with it. It's confusing meshing it all together and making sure that you actually are indeed working and rising on the correct diagonal. Well, don't worry. This week we are going to take all the confusion out of that for you with a couple of simple exercises that you can use to get your diagonals down pat and working for you. Hi there, my name is Lorna and I'd like to welcome you to Daily Strides here from Strides for Success where we create these lovely audio horse riding lessons that you can download and you can listen to as you're riding your own horse in your own arena whenever you want. And it has to be said that a lot of our riders actually don't listen when they are riding. They listen on their way to the barn, walking dog, clean the house, whatever. But either way, it's where you can, I suppose, learn and develop your riding skills, um, whether you're in the saddle or not, in a time frame that suits you. So every week we touch on a certain topic. This week, as I said, we're all about your diagonals. And then you can listen to all the rest of the lessons for the week. We have five lessons on that particular topic, taking you through it step by step. Uh, with basically having a riding instructor in your ear. Um, Inside the Daily Strides Premium Membership, all the lessons are there, all the past lessons as well. So if there is something that perhaps you have been wanting to get your hands on before um, uh, that we've touched on, well, they're all in there now. And you can pop over to stridesforsuccess.com forward slash join um, there and you can get all the information on that. But guys, enough about that let us get back to today and as i said we're talking about the diagonal so maybe you're you're trotting around you're you're feeling great because you're doing your up downs and then somebody says to you hey you're on the wrong diagonal sit for two and you're thinking come again what does that mean so with the diagonal as we probably know our horse when he trots um his legs basically move in diagonal pairs. So uh, the, the outside back leg will move with the inside front leg and the inside back leg will move with the outside front leg. And as he trots around, um, those diagonal pairs are going to keep moving together and it, it makes that two-time beat, that one-two, one-two, one-two in the trot. Or if we're doing rising trot, our up-downs, okay? So we'll be going up-down, 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 okay? Now... The thing is, when we are actually trotting, if we were to just stay on a continuous up-down on one diagonal, okay? So, on, and all I mean by that is that as your horse's legs move in those diagonal pairs, if you were to stay going up when that one particular diagonal pair was moving forward and you were to stay going down when that same diagonal pair was moving backwards, your horse would soon become a little bit lopsided okay and you would actually pick it up there'd be a a definite lack of suppleness going on so it's important for that reason that we know and we realize what diagonal we're on and we're able to change it but the other reason that it's important is because to balance our horse okay you want to be on the correct diagonal for that particular rein and this really comes into play when we're on bends or turns or circles that we are doing all we can to keep our horse balanced and riding on the correct diagonal is one of the ways that we do that so what is the correct diagonal well there's a little rhyme that a lot of people have heard it's uh, rise to rise and fall with the leg by the wall and all that means is that the outside front leg okay which would be your leg by the wall that you can see okay so it's going to be the outside front leg 
as it goes forward and backwards, think of your rising trot again as going forwards and backwards, okay? So your rising trot, I know we all say up down, but we actually know it's not really up down. It's kind of more of a, uh, just a, a little bit of a rise and a fall in the saddle. And so as the rhymes say, you rise and fall with as the same time that that outside front leg is going forward and backwards. But the thing is, is to be able to know when this is happening because it's difficult, eh? You're trying to concentrate on doing your up-downs and then also you're now having to look at what this shoulder is doing as well. So what I'm going to do, first of all, I'm going to just explain to you how to do that quickly so as you can kind of begin working on that. But then also how later, as you get more experienced, you should actually be able to just feel which diagonal your horse is on, or which diagonal, it's not so much which diagonal your horse is on, it's which diagonal pair is moving underneath you when, so as you can automatically pick up the correct diagonal as you ride. And later you might find that as you become used to riding on the correct diagonal pair, it'll actually feel more balanced for you on your horse, and you'll actually know automatically if you're on the incorrect one, because your horse will just feel, it'll just feel a little bit off, but We'll we'll chat about that just now. So first of all, what I would suggest you do is bring everything back to walk. Okay, so you want to bring your horse back to walk. Now I know obviously diagonal pairs um, only really pertain to trot, but the reason I'm saying to bring it back to walk is I want you to, as you're walking around the arena next time you're on your horse, glance down at the outside shoulder. Okay, so you're looking at your horse's outside shoulder. If your horse's mane is falling on that side, so it will depend on which rein you're on. Uh, you might have to tie the mane up a little bit so as you can clearly see the shoulder. And the reason I want you to have a look is because you'll be able to actually see as your horse's shoulder blade or scapula moves backward and forwards, obviously the leg is connected to that, so therefore the leg is doing the same thing, okay, underneath your horse. So you can see where your horse's outside front leg is at any point by having a look at the outside front shoulder, okay? So as you're watching it move backwards and forwards, you can then begin to practice your up-downs or your rising or your posting to the trot with that leg. And all I mean is that I know we're, again, we're in walk, but practice moving up or rising up or forward or whichever way you want to call it posting and um, as that leg goes forward or as that shoulder goes forward and then coming back down nice and gently into the saddle as it comes back now what is also important there that i said i said glance and glance is really really important because if you are leaning to look and as i say you don't need to lean and um, whatever the shoulder is doing that's what the leg is doing so um, you don't have to kind of lean out a lot of people lean out and they actually want to see what the foot or what the knee or the leg is doing underneath them don't um, just focus on the shoulder so you don't want to lean but you also don't want to turn your head down to have a look <laughs> because generally if your head goes down your shoulders follow suit okay and you don't want that you want to sit up nice and light and carry yourself in the saddle so you want to focus there on that you're just glancing with your eyes you're not staring at it down looking with your eyes it's just a very simple glance without your your head moving so if you can imagine that you want to keep your chin up you want to keep looking forward but then you're going to glance with your eyes at what that shoulder is doing and then begin to move your up and downs as you're doing it and as i say all this is is it's building a habit in your head okay now obviously if you change range so if you change direction your outside shoulder will change to the opposite shoulder and then you'll have to glance at the other shoulder and a lot of people forget this they 
they get so used to and maybe they practice a lot on one side and they forget then to change when their horse has changed rein okay so that's important as well that you can glance at the opposite side and have a look at what's going on once you've done that what i would suggest then is begin to pick up a rising trot so you can ask your horses to go into working trot and rising trot and then i want you to say um out loud is better actually than in your head but you can start to say up and down but instead of using the word down i want you to say back okay so if you can imagine instead of saying up and down you're going to say forward back forward back forward back but each time you say back it is when you are down or you're when you're sitting from your rising or your posting as you're trotting okay now again it'll depend on which rein you are which is your outside shoulder but once you've got that you're saying that it almost becomes like this rhythm this bit of a mantra that's going on in your head okay or out loud that you're saying back 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 and then with that and once you have that you don't anymore have to think about being back you're just saying back and you're keeping that rhythm in the back that you keep saying back back you can then begin to glance down and see if the shoulder is back as well okay and the reason i'm telling you to use the word back is when you're using the word down you're trust me when you're trying to do this first there's a lot going on underneath you and it's quite difficult even though it sounds so simple and um, just saying it or just i suppose imagining ourselves doing it when we're actually going through it there's an awful lot happening and it's difficult to I suppose align everything together so if we can use the same word and remember we want to be down when the shoulder is back so if we can substitute back uh, well i suppose substitute the word down for back and then begin to look is it back are those two backs correlating with each other and then great if it is if it's not all you have to do is sit for two beats and that is why you'll often hear people they say and of course as a riding instructor i say it all the time sit for two you can sit for four, you can sit for six, or you can sit for eight, okay? Once you sit for an even number of beats. And all I mean sit for two is that when you're going up, down, up, down, down, up, down, up, down, up, down. So the two downs were together. You sat for two beats instead of coming up straight away. And what that will do is change the diagonal that you're riding on, okay, and change it across, okay? Now, I said that this is a good way of being able to see, and it is. And remember that when your horse is trotting, you want to, again, just have to glance down. But later, once you've got this and you kind of understand and you can pick up really, really quickly, you want to then begin to, I suppose, cultivate that feel in your seat that you can actually tell which diagonal you're on. And again, I would bring everything back to walk, and I would begin to just notice in the walk your hips moving, and particularly how they are moving slightly differently to each other now in the walk it's very very evident you'll feel it's kind of right hip left hip right hip left hip but then as you later go into sitting trot you should be able to feel that it while we often think of the sitting trot as being a, a up and down motion which essentially it is you should be able to or begin to feel that it's actually one hip is going more up or more down at any given point so your hips are are moving so your right hip is up then your left hip is up and your right hip is up and your left hip is up and of course this is to the beat of the one two one two so if you can imagine right left right left right left okay and these are the two diagonals that are moving now again focus on your outside hips so whichever way you are going in the arena whichever rain you're on and um, it will depend on that whichever direction you're traveling focus on your outside hip and then begin to say rise 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 or up 
up, whatever the case is, okay, when you can feel that that hip is rising more. And then what you can then begin to do is actually begin to rise in your trot or post. So you can say post, rise, forward, up, any of those words, and then begin to say that or begin to actually do that as you are saying it. So as that hip is rising, begin to do that and you should be on the correct diagonal. You can take a glance down and have a look and check. And if, of course, if you're not, sit for two. But what I would suggest doing if you're not is bring it back to sitting trot again and begin to just trying to feel again what's going on. Look, you're not going to get it overnight because, as I say, there's a lot of moving parts happening and uh, it takes a little bit of time to begin to suss all this out. Now, I keep mentioning outside and inside. And outside and inside is true when you're in the arena. You, there is going to be an outside and there will be an inside, okay? So if you're in any sort of a confined space, an arena, a paddock, field, you will generally have your outside and your inside. So your outside can be the the bit closest to the fence and your inside is a bit closest to the middle, okay, the half close to the middle. But then when you get out on the trail or on a hack or on the road, wherever it is, you will find that now no longer have you got an outside and an inside. Or if you do choose to use the, maybe the hedge of the road as your outside um, or maybe the right side of the trail as your outside, you're going to end up traveling on the same diagonal for an awfully long time. And just like if you were to do anything one-sided for a long time, that is going to have consequences. And the consequence is going to be that your horse is going to begin to develop a little bit, well, unevenly <laughs> through his, both his sides. The reason is because you're continuously sitting when that one hind leg is pushing forward. Because essentially in the trot, when your horse is trotting, he's pushing forward from his hind leg each time. And if you're continuously down or sitting or... Um, being in the saddle on that one hind leg all the time, it is going to begin to develop the muscles there, the musculature of your horse and um, how he uses himself is going to begin to change a little bit because the balance is not the same. So if you're out on the trail or you're on a hack or wherever you are, you need to be, a, I suppose, consistent in changing your diagonal as you go without uh, actually having to be aware of outside and inside. So maybe every... I don't know, like six or 700 meters, you could then sit for two, change the diagonal if you're trotting for a long time, and then continue on again. So that's important as well, that you are continuously changing up the outside and the inside. Guys, this week over in Daily Strides, we are talking about diagonals. We're going to be going through it all uh, step by step. The lessons will take you through it as I said earlier, like having an instructor in your ear, I would love to have you on one. Um, you can pop over to stridesforsuccess.com forward slash join. You can join us there. Have an absolutely super week and I'll chat to you all tomorrow. Bye.